Hey, what's up, my friends? Uh, I'm glad I'm here. I'm, my name is Chris Alex, the CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and I'm joined here with Kimberly Alexa, our CFO of the company. How are you, Kimberly? I'm doing great. Doing yes, great? Thanks. All right. All right. And I got my man over here, Justin Smith, my COO from uh, where? Uh, Jersey. 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 got to be brought up. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about that <laughs> yes, later. Sir. But hey, um, <laughs> hey. I want to start this off right now, though. I want to start this off at the very first of the podcast that, hey, if you like us, please subscribe us, make comments, like it, go to go to um, uh, Spotify, YouTube, um, iTunes, right? Apple, Apple yep, Play. Yep. And please uh, put a comment in there, man. That's where we need to know where we're headed and what kind of topics we need to bring up. We're a podcast, guys, of, of three people that started this company um, really just from, from, from dirt, really. And grew up uh, running this business and building this business. And, and we want to share this. Yeah. And we have so much to share. Not yeah. saying that we're perfect. Absolutely not. Right? Not saying that we're, any, we're better than anybody else. <laughs> but but what we could share with you and the nuggets that we could share i'm still in your thing the nugget man mm -hmm. i mean I'm, I'm sorry but that's something but the thing that we can share in this podcast is something that we we think you can take out in everyday life and that's some feedback that we got that it's just just not entrepreneurship man it's 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 in a whole day life being a better father better mother you know better um you know husband or whatever in life. So, hey, I think you get this. So if we're talking about a topic that might not be just like what you're in a, into, but listen to it, because I think you're going to get some more out of it than just that, because that's how I live my life, man. So um, today's topic today, and this comes from you two guys, because we're doing a lot of this lately. Things are growing really fastly, is, is real estate and land in the right spot is what we're at today. So I want to dive right into that, because we're in some great growth right now. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I think that's where we're starting at. So as we're, I want to dive right into this. And, and when we start looking at a spot, what's some of the biggest things I think we're looking at first, guys? For <clears throat> for our team, I mean, there's uh, the, the highest level possible is there's instinct. We all go on our gut, and then that's supported by data. So I think there's there's a lot of metrics you need to pay attention to when you're looking at a spot. But then there's also of getting there and feeling it and looking at it and you know instinct gut and data are where we start and i think all of us have a little bit of uh we have strengths in each of those three and that's what makes our team dynamic but if you're not playing ball in all three of those three you might you know do something a little more data heavy but never have gone there and it might not make sense for operations to staff it and there's a million examples where those things bounce off and forth you know each other but i think we need to start with those three places yeah yeah. So, so data, I mean, we, we definitely dive into that. And what's one of the biggest things I think we dive into with that with you? Yeah, so for sure data. But let me back up. For small business owners, the first thing I think we need to do or they need to do is really get their hands on a realtor that knows the business, that knows the area. Mm -hmm. That's the first step. That's, yeah. that's step number one. And so they and, and not just buy into just one realtor. They they need to bring on maybe one or two that really know that the area of opportunity or the area of growth that they're going into so as like, a small business owner. Like when you're selling your house, you're looking for a guy to go sell your house, like a real estate agent. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when on the leasing side, shop around. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And if you're looking in a, in a, in a suburban market, look for a suburban guy, right? But yeah. if you're in like yeah, in a yeah. downtown Houston, you want to dig for somebody that knows that, right? Yes, because they, they provide a, a bunch of information. So they'll come to you with several locations and then that's when you go and 
you do your market, your own market research because they're going to come to you with great spots, right? And everything's great because they want to make a deal. They want to get their commission. But that's when you have to kind of pump the brakes, slow down as a business owner, and go and do some mar- local market research on your own. I got something and funny to when, say. Yeah. Do you remember? So, guys, when you go back and you'll start learning more about us, and we <laughs> we did our first Quiznos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you are a nurse. Mm-hmm. I, I manage a furniture store, and we start leasing this spot. We had no clue what the LOI was. I didn't even know what <laughs> LOI stood for. I mean, it was like, what, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then TI, Tenant Improvement. Yeah. You know, that's. You know, I had no it, idea what that meant. We, we didn't know what that meant. We didn't know that we were signing our life away for a 10 year lease and, you know, however long it was. We didn't understand all that, but we. <laughs> We caught up really quickly. Oh, yeah. And that's really cool, too. So when you go into business, you might be a seasoned business owner or you might be somebody brand new. You know, make sure you do some research and make sure you get your real estate agent. You let them know what level you're at. Yeah. Right? So you were taking us to a really good place when you were you said about Quiznos. What we did as a team, we went and sat in Quiznos and we observed. Yeah. We observed their lunch. We observed their dinner. We observed their customer base. We observed the community that they were in. And so that's like what Justin was just talking about. As we go into these areas, we do our own market research and we do, we go and sit. We see what the community, what the spot that the realtor brings to us, the business that we're coming to, is this a good fit? Yeah. For that area? Does that area need this type of business, whatever we're bringing into them? Um, what's the vibe? What's the synergy of the spot? Yeah. You know, what, what's the community? What's the rooftops look like around it? Is there anything that's bringing people, industries or whatever to that area? Is there a school? Is there a college? Is there a baseball field, a little league field or whatever? You know, I want to, I want to say this. Let's, let's, let's play this game, right? We're in the process of growing a lot. And uh, we're in the process of really and, and, and working on let's let's go ahead and throw it out there uh, yeah. uh, that we're working on right now. So we can use this as kind of d- dissect it. A yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, br- we're opening a new Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. We're bringing it to uh, League City, Texas. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's start that way. We got a leasing agent. We go out and shop the market. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we're looking around. We're driving. Around. How many times have you drove that area? Uh, as many as I can. So, I mean, yeah, to, to piggyback off, too, it's like not just your business that you're going in and seeing how it feels. It's like you're sitting in your competitor's business, too, especially if you're going to a shopping yeah. center. You're sitting there and kind of looking around and, and seeing how it feels. But, yeah, when, you, when I'm driving by or I'm looking, I'm validating the data that's in front of me. So I know how many rooftops are within one in three miles and I'm asking myself, are they coming? And I think all of that's prefaced with like this idea of like a brand identity. So if we're building a Buffalo Wild Wings, we're very interested in rooftops and maybe around that area. But if we're doing more of a destination type concept, we're looking at traffic patterns and we're taking a look at the data and the the analysis and we're going there and that gut and that instinct piece is a super important aspect of starting an operation because that's a segue into can i staff the piece appropriately how's that going to you know is it the right clientele that are actually showing up you know what type of pockets am i um am i in so the the brand identity and what you're building needs to be really top of mind and then back to the 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 broker conversation and i'm glad i went into a, a completely different place yeah you start with a broker but you also need to make sure that that broker has your best interest um 
you know, at heart and in place. And that's led with the model that you should be giving them. You need to tell them, you know, go find me 10 spots, but you also need to tell them for me to responsibly open a store, this is where I need the play ball. Yeah. This is this is what I need the ranges to be for all of the metrics and 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 starting a space. Um and you, you have to lead with that. So there's there's no wasted time. And you know, you, you find things that fit your model and you can, you know, that's the starting point of a, a LOI negotiation. And I don't think we call that with an LOI is that, so that's gonna be your letter of intent yeah. with um, the landlord and basically just coming to some initial terms on saying, yeah, this deal feels good for both parties. Let's get our attorneys involved and start getting to the point where we might sign. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when we first started in business, we were, the LOIs were coming to us. But as we got more experience under our feet, mm -hmm. more better prepared, uh, now we go to them with LOIs. And that that is a world of difference. It, it, when you can put forth your own LOI in front of these landlords and say, this is what I want, this is what I need. And so yeah, it just makes a world of difference. And then now we're to data, right? So now you get I want to say something to the LOI, question. though, part, Kim. That is, that's great you brought that up because now being a part of a franchise system, most of your big franchisors, right, yeah, yeah. they have that. They can share that data with you and give sure, you give you sure. an LOI. Basically, and that LOI is intent to tell you what kind of power you need, what kind of water pressure you need, sanitary lines, things like that. Because, you know, before we got in this business, again, I didn't know what 208 – 408 power was but they kind of tell you what that is so that's really cool that because now you're putting that to the landlord saying no i want this instead of them kicking back this is what we want yeah. you know or what you're going to do for us we're going to do this for you kind of a thing it switches back so that's great on that yeah yeah so now that we've collected our data and we know pretty much what we we're up against now we can pretty much um, like project our sales of what we think we're going to do at this location. So now we go into negotiation lease space yeah. and how much we can afford to uh, pay per square foot on a lease space. And so, and that's important too. I, I feel like a lot of people pass that up, you know, because as we are out in the field and we're talking to franchise or meetings, talking to franchisees, and they're talking about, well, I do this much or this much in sales, and they kind of get themselves upside down a little bit in that area because they go into it projecting their sales kind of on an average basis. Well, because their sales excited. Yeah, the sales yeah. excited, and you go to it in sales depression. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, because yeah. uh, you only can win from when you hit the bottom. You only can win going up, right? I, I got a confession to make. Kim, uh, Justin comes in my office a lot, and he's like, Kim's put us a budget uh, this much sells. Yeah. Do you really think? And I'm like, nah, she just, but just let her do her thing because she's really good. But then she comes back and negotiates the lease at that level. And then when we're up here, oh, it's so much better. It's kind of like Responsible when you walk out of a growth. test. Yeah, when you walk out of a yeah. test, you think, ah, oh, bummed. I, you know, you're just convincing yourself. I just failed that test. And when you make a B, you're like, man, I made a B. I never made a B. Well, <laughs> different podcast. 89.7, it, it rounded up to a 70. Boom, I can still play football. Okay, so what's you, we, we, we get to the point where we find a spot we like, we, we, we vet it out, we're there, we, we've got the model, it fits, we're working on an LOI and a lease, yeah. but then you get into, your, it doesn't fit your terms. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you can do to, you know, do you, do you sit and wait? and negotiate further. I think one of the pieces that we found that's been super interesting lately is like, really need to pay attention to like, how big your restaurant even is and every square foot matters and mm -hmm. maximizing your space and trying to get as many seats possible for the space that you have. So I, I think there's a lot more that goes into just looking at a space and a lot of these landlords 
um, will sell you something at a certain amount of square footage, but that's a negotiable piece yeah. in, in many, many places. And I think the, the size of uh, your, your business will, will matter immensely. Yeah. Yeah. You said something very smart there. You said, you know, you can't project doing $3 million in sales when you only can seat 100 people in your restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be very hard to do. That's right? unrealistic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to pay attention to what you're buying or what you're signing into. So you want to get with the architect, see what they can design, how many butts and seats that they can put within your lease space to And, to and even to piggyback further sales. on that, you're going to feel real nice about your years one through five. Yeah. Yeah. But are you forecasting and planning properly for your years six through ten? And we and I, I know I see you chomping at the bit at this one. <laughs> we get to year ten, and it's like, oh, that would be the year that you know we it, it, that rent increases, that, right? Yeah, that it, that it increases again, or however that's negotiated. Um, yeah. And it, that, those are things that you got to pay attention to. You got to be looking for ten years from now. And sure, we'd all love same store sales every single year being in the positive, and that's how you're going to build your business with the expectation to do that. But if you're in responsible growth mode, you have to have all winners. Yeah. You, you cannot have a dud. Yeah, and you have to pay attention to year ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, and that's what's so cool about you. You do you do come to us and immediately. I mean, we get excited. We got this rent rate. We think we got all the numbers matched. It's like, hey guys, just once you know they're bumping. They're trying to bump you 15 percent. If we don't see an average increase of sales, uh, our, our occupancy rate's going to be a little flipping here, and that could put us in a problem because sometimes you don't think of long term. It's like <laughs> how I look at it, Justin, and I've done this right. You go buy something, you put a pool in, then you realize it's great, but two years later, pumps start going out, heaters start going out, found all this stuff, and it's just upkeep on these things are so expensive same thing in that business wise if you don't pay attention to the long term that when you get down that road and you don't keep seeing an increase in sales well that rent's going to keep increasing so something to really pay attention to but um some good stuff here man some of the restrictions to that too are like and i see this in many many businesses is like not enough parking yeah how many times you go up to a really cool business and it's like yeah i can't go there there's no spaces or it just who thought of this space when they they purchased it and that's something that you really have to consider when you're picking a spot is negotiating not only how many parking spots but you know being kind of greedy with it and maybe trying to get your own couple takeout spots or you know your own special spots that allow your business and that throughput to happen especially if you're in a bearsy area you know I'm glad you said that. Me and Kim were traveling the other day, and you were so heavy on uh, a certain sandwich concept, certain camp sandwich concept that you yeah. just love. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to stop at this one day. Kim had an appointment. We had to get there, and I said, I'm going to go and get a sandwich. And I rode in this parking lot and could not find a parking spot. Yeah. Could not find a parking spot. It was like, where do I park to even go in here? And you kind of look at the co-tenancy, right? So these shopping centers are starting to put like a, like a medical centers in there now, a lot of things. And that took up a lot of If you're their a lunch spot. business, that'll hurt you. Yes, yeah. because people want to go right in and get out. Now, believe me, guys, I hear you out there. Some of y'all live in downtown, big metropolitan areas. Y'all are used to not having parking yeah. spot. But ma- ma- majority of us, we got to have a parking spot. We don't want to walk across the rain or what. And I get that. But sometimes in business, you got to look at who your co-tenancies are in that too. And you want to make sure that co-tenancy matches you, right? right. And, you know, and, Good synergies and, there. And, and yeah. the brands, yeah. like, is, is that brand is somebody you really want next to you? What kind of tenants are they attracting? You know, yeah. and, and is it is it going to co coexist together? I mean, for example, like a Buffalo Wild Wings go. I mean, we have a we have a new store we built, and we put up they put a salada right. We're right beside each other. That's a perfect match for us. I feel right because mom wants salad, dad wants wings. Mm-hmm. Or 
My dad wants salad, mom wants wings. Yeah. You know, so it's a co-tenancy that kind of matches together because, hey, I can hit that one spot, park in one spot, but I can get two different dinners, right? Yeah. So co-tenancy Here's is Here's an, another crazy one is just like the idea of visibility and how we're going to see it and signage. Yeah. And taking advantage of if you're you negotiating next to a busy road, making sure you're capitalizing on all that traffic. How many times have you gone past a business and it's like, I didn't even know that that was there? Yeah. Yeah. So, and when you're negotiating your lease and when you're looking at picking a spot, that's a really important metric that's going to get you more bang for your buck. Hey, all of our yeah. listeners out there, why don't you do this? And we talk about this all the time because we were touring a, s- a site the other day of a, of a potential, uh, um, of we're buying this buying this existing store. Can't say what it is. But, you know, you go by the shopping center, beautiful shopping center, but the exterior was not maintained. Mm-hmm. The grass wasn't maintained. You're paying to maintain that. Trees it looked good. Grass was all over the place. But, you know, as you're driving the areas, you'll see these shoppers. They put up and they, they put these pretty little trees up first. But then 10 years later, the tree is completely grown and it's completely covering the whole building that you can't even see your signage anymore. That's something you also need to pay attention to. You said something really important there. You're, you're paying for it. So yeah. whether it's a beautiful shopping center or run down, that's that's through your camp. Yeah. Right. And that's something that you want to speak real quickly on how you negotiate that because that, oh, that, yeah. that, that's, that's, uh, Kim's, that's Kim's you're name. a master at that well, piece of the. This is one of my pet peeves. And so a lot of these landlords love cam and they love to build a lot of cost into their cam. And Administrative they like fees. To, yes. <laughs> they love corporate fees, overhead yeah. fees, administrative fees. The fees go on and on, right? So you want to, when you're negotiating these LOIs right up front, you want to just come in and say the percentage of what you're agreed to, your CAM percentage. What, And you don't want to go in at too low because you're tying these landlords. This is how they maintain the facility that yeah. you're leasing. So you don't want to go in too low. But we like to play in the ranges between two and five percent and we like to put in the verbiage non-cumulative meaning they cannot year over year increase five percent year over year put in the verbiage you demand it in the verbiage (laughs) yeah yeah i do we do yeah because and, and sometimes it's a win for us sometimes we can't get a budge on it and sometimes we just walk from the deal on it yeah but um whatever the case may be it's, it's important for you to play all those factors up front and build that into your occupancy rate yeah. because you want to stay 10% be- or below. Sweet spot is 6%. Yeah. That's really hard to get nowadays due yeah. to uh, you know, all the cost increase. But 6 to 10% for all those new entrepreneurs out there that are listening is, is where you want to stay. And, and you want to do that throughout the lease term. You can't just go in at 10% year one because in year 10 – You've got you've had those bumps and then you're upside down as far as your occupancy rate goes. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up, Justin. And and, and Kim, you dove into that because a lot of people don't understand that what that is, because you're looking at the rent rate. Right. And you think this is my negotiation rate. And I'm going to use this as like, you know, um, you have HOA cost. Let's say you might buy a house in a beautiful edition and this is my mortgage. But then you don't pay attention to the fine print down that you're in an HOA and now they're charging you hundred dollars a month. $100 $100 a year. I don't know what it might be. And that maintains the front. It maintains the grass. If you have a pool that's a community pool, playground, they're charging you that to maintain it. And people don't pay attention to that. You know, um, and, and it's funny because 
our son. He, he booked his first trip to go somewhere, and he's so excited. He didn't want our help. Him and his girlfriend are going to Vegas, right, uh, leaving A&M. And he called me and said, Dad, they told me the hotel room was, you know, this amount of money, but then they're charging a resort fee. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, he's on a budget. Kid goes to A&M, and he's like, Dad, I didn't know that they're going to charge a resort fee that's almost half the price of the room per night. Yeah. And I said, son, you got to pay attention to the fine print. You know, so I'm glad you brought that up because as a young franchisee or young when we started this, those are the things we didn't know about it. And I want to I want to hit on one thing, too. When you said this, you got to walk away sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't get don't fall in love with any site. You have to be willing to walk. Yeah. And and sometimes that plays in our favor. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't. But you have to know your realtor has to know that you're you're you will walk if the deal is not right for your business. Because, um, and a lot of times they'll come back and yeah. they'll be willing to negotiate. <laughs> we hate that because we get yeah. excited. Being him fall in love at sites, you're like, you we might walk away. We do. We get excited. And sometimes, matter of fact, there's a site right now. We were just talking about the other day. You're like, oh, we're not paying that. We can't afford that. It's not going to happen. We're like, oh, we really love that site. But, I, you know, it makes perfect no, the sense. the reality, though, is it still might happen. It still you might happen. You just have to go through the process. You just got to go through the process. Yeah. And, and so we got two deals, really. Well, we got a bunch of deals working right now, but there's a there's a site that I love that you said that because there's somebody at Buffalo Wild Wings, our next location, two that we're building out. It'll be going in, in two, 2024. Mm-hmm. I guess that store. Um, uh, you We walked away from that site. We did. You, you walked away Twice. from It's a yeah. brand new construction, beautiful area. I mean, everything that you want around you, it, it, it makes, it, it's everything, yeah. right? Rooftops, school. Uh, high school stadiums, everything's right there. Every big player is building in this new development. And it's a growing city, and we were so excited. But, man, the deal just did not make sense. Didn't. I mean, there's no way we can make money. And I remember a long time ago, I had a partner that when we first started this, he was like, man, dude, we could do you know $6 million of this Buffalo Wild Wings right if we build right here. And I'm like, yeah, but at that rent rate, we need to do $6 million just to kind of break even. So you think of these high numbers, but you got to make money at it. And you walked away. And I was heartbroken because yeah. I fell in love. I think you were too a little well, bit. We're in this to make money. We're not in this. <laughs> I think me and Judge are both. Ah, but it was. It, it. it was. you you got to be you got to be serious with yourself. It, it wasn't a good deal. No. We walked away. And I want to even say it's happened twice. You walked away. Two months later, they called you back. Mm-hmm. And they, they met our number or something close to our number, right? Yeah, close. A little close to yeah, it. Yeah, closer. But then there was another part of that negotiation where you pushed back a little bit more. And actually, our agent said, there's no way they'll do that. Yeah. There's no way. And you were like, Bruce, they're going to do it. Yeah. Or we're going to walk away. And it's funny. The next day, he said, I can't believe they did it. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's. Well, a- we've been in this business long enough to know. I can probably t- I can tell you with a good head on my shoulders what landlords, if they're hungry or not. It, it, that's just the experience of what we bring to the table. But um, for our new business owners that we're talking to out there they just got to know don't fall in love with the site yeah. fall in love with the numbers there you go but don't fall in love with the site i like it i like it um, well yeah you can fall i mean you can fall in love with the site and if it you know ultimately you could have a good brand a good business and on opening day we could operate and you know when it when it comes to all right justin let's operate this thing and let's let's hit our goals and i start hitting my goals and we're not profitable 
then this is exactly what this episode is intended to get everybody ready to be thinking, you know, just prepared to be thinking about. When you're picking a site and you're negotiating your site, it has to fit the model and you have to be able to walk away. You've got to use your gut. You've got to use your instinct. You've got to use your data. So operations can take it and run with it. Whatever your goals are, 15, 20, 25% profit margins, whatever they are, operations has to be able to execute that. And that's with no errors. That's with zero waste. That's, That's operating perfectly from day one. So this is the first stepping stone to really starting a successful business. Yeah. And, 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 and at, the, at the part of it, too, you got to get out of your seat. you got to get out of your car. Don't just depend on the landlord. Don't just depend on aerial views. Don't depend on you know data that you're always getting. Let's get out there and dig a little bit. Let's get dirty, meaning get out there and, like you said, go to your competitors, whoever you're building across the street from or down the road from or in that area. Go sit in their place. Of course, take your shirt off, you know, and, and, and watch the lunch business, watch the night business. Hmm. Visit with the manager. <laughs> they might share some information with you that you need. Like, hey, what's your weekly sales here? You know, and they'll open up to you. And uh, matter of fact, none of my managers better be sharing any information out in our stores. <laughs> but then also we had a we, we, we had a uh, I guess we, we got out of the store the other day, got out of the, uh, the office. And me and Kim went toward the site, this 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 league city, because we needed some information that our architects needed right now. Architects are in Tennessee. They couldn't come down. And they're like, hey, we need to confirm what kind of power is there. Yeah. And, and it's an existing building. And what kind of ACs are there? So me and Kim drove to the store. Uh, went to this building. Uh, they gave us a key. We went inside. We're you know, taking pictures. We're banging around, looking at the power. I'm opening up breaker boxes and this stuff. And then uh, we get to the back and we take pictures of the plumbing, the gas meters, just all this data that we're going to need, our architect's going to need, and to help us save money, right? Because this stuff was already there. These ACs are on the roof. And this is a big shopping center. And they put these little ladders up there, and um, it's, it starts six foot tall. You're supposed to bring a little ladder lean up against it, but we didn't bring that. And Kim's like, how are we going to get up? what you're supposed to do? Yeah, you're supposed to put a ladder up there. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for those that know, I just had knee surgery recently, and um, about four weeks out. It's getting a lot better. But Kim's like, we got to get on the roof and get pictures of the, the uh, air conditions. Because I didn't know this until a long time ago that I took a picture of the serial number. You type the serial number in. Linux or whatever brand, it'll tell you what year model, it'll tell you what, everything about it, yeah. you know, and that's what we need to know because we, we can reuse these ACs. Kim said, I'll get on the roof. I'm you get on the roof. No, I'm getting on the roof. No, we don't. Okay. No. I okay. I powerful. I went to CrossFit. She did. She did. Yeah. I wish I brought my phone, oh my out, you know, <laughs> and here she is, you know, I'm pushing her feet up. She climbing. People are driving by this shop and saying like, what are these crazy people doing? Yeah. And, you know, Kim, you're 49 and you, you climbed up that thing like Spider Woman. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did. And all I'm scared of heights. Yeah, you did great at I've it. I've been but watching too many cheer competitions. You're basing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, you're right. You're My daughter does. Right. I was basing it up there. I, that, but it, it wasn't as pretty as they, they did. Right? Yeah. But, but, but that's someone just to go back to reality. That's what we had to do to get some research done because that could save us a lot of money. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you're not building new and you have the opportunity to grab a conversion or a second gen something. And you can save a cooler, an AC unit, a bathroom. Um, those are mega bucks to to really get into something, and um, they're they're super attractive. Uh, you know, yep. it's, it's very well, the, important you look at that. Yeah. 
the conversions are kind of what we're looking at too. Sometimes you look at these, you know, these brands that have, have, have unfortunately gone down in, in today's world and economy. And what can I take if we're building a Buffalo Wild Wings? What can I go into if that's an existing certain restaurant you can convert instead of having to build a brand new one? It, sometimes you can save some money doing that. So, um, but hey, uh, you know, great info today. Again, um, man, y'all both come bring different aspects to the business and all. Uh, I enjoyed today's conversation. Uh, anything else would you like to add to this? The only thing I want to add is remember in your LOI, your letter of intent, when you're going in these lease spaces, that's the time to put all negotiations out. Don't wait till the lease comes yeah. out. Put all that up front. Everything that we've talked about here to not here today, um, put that in your LOI. And and that's the nugget that I want to drive home to. So all put all small, that in there first before the lawyers really start, start getting in with. there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and remember, too, we, we talk about this. You negotiate this LOI, you sign it, you send it, they sign it, you send it, and then they start the lease. That's right. But truly, after you sign that, it's really not official. So you can walk away from that deal oh, yeah, easily. Just, but at least you got them on point that you got what you needed, the rent rates, the most important things that you kind of need. Then let the lawyer start doing all the, Because know. what you negotiate in the LOI does go into the lease. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. So that's a good nugget, Kimberly. Justin, anything? I think you just have a plan with your your brand identity. And if you're a di dinner business, you know, the just the simple detail of what side of the road you're on can make all the difference in the world in being successful. So go in with a plan and have some metrics that are really important to your business and then rally around those metrics. And you, if you're not comfortable with the, what those metrics are, um, you need to revisit if you should even be looking for a spot, but yeah. <laughs> um, everything that we, we, we talked about matters. It, it'll, um, it'll really set you up for success. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I didn't tell you all this. Uh, so we're going to wrap this episode up today and had a good time today, uh, with this. And, uh, you know, I, I learned every time I talk to y'all something different. Um, but Hey, I'm going to throw a curveball. Right, and y'all gonna be sitting there like, yeah, you're, Kim's like, oh, what's a curveball? What's a curveball? Uh, I, I want to, okay. I want to have fun with this a little bit because people really got to get to know us, and we're gonna start kind of basic a little bit that who we truly are and what we're all about. But this is gonna be kind of basic, and I, 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 as we're in Buffalo Wild Wings, right? So I, I want to know something. I'm gonna ask you first, Kim. <laughs> Kim's like, look at me. Oh, what is he about to ask? Because she knows I do this all the time with her. I'm but, thinking, what am I about to say? Yeah. So, uh, what is your favorite? item at buffalo wild wings and your favorite wing sauce my favorite item at buffalo wild wings of course is the wings, the wings. But, um, my favorite sauce is asian zing yeah and i always get it confused when ordering sometimes with mango habanero Ooh. i don't know why uh -oh. i do that but i do my mind is thinking asian zing and then i tell my server mango habanero they look alike they look alike. Yeah. And then 30 seconds after you're eating it, you're like, like, ooh, I that was the wrong again. choice. <laughs> it's hot. I'm like, she's like, this yeah. is hot. I'm like, you got mango. Like, oh, yes. I, yeah, I yeah. screwed up again, too. But Asian Zing is my, my go-to sauce. I like that sauce. Yeah. It's it's one of my fave sauces. Yeah. And to wash it down. And I what? like it specifically on boneless wings. Boneless wings. Rancher blue but cheese. Yeah. Uh, neither with that one. Do you just, yeah. oh, just the yeah. sauce is enough. That's yeah, a yeah. just the sauce on that one. Okay. Mm. To wash it down. What would you? What would you? Good shiner. Yeah, good shiner. Yeah. Shiner. She loves the, the shiner. That's her beer. All right, Justin. So you got to next time. I might throw you first because now you had a chance to think about it. I've got a specific one. It, it wouldn't have mattered on this one. Yeah, I ordered pretty much the same thing all the time. So I like wings as well. Yeah. Um, I'm an all drum guy. Love the drums, and then I always ask for them extra crispy. And at every Buffalo Wild too. Wings, 
I know there's a well done button in the point of sale system. Yeah. So I'll tell my server, just hit the well done button as many times as you can. You're dehydrating we'll the wings, man. I want beef jerky. Yeah. That's, I, I'm I looking for some jerky. <laughs> and yeah. the sauce to, to have good jerky is Chipotle barbecue dry rub. Oh, yeah. Oh, and ranch or blue cheese doesn't matter, but I love the carrots. Yeah. So carrots, drums, as jerky as you'll make them, Chipotle barbecue dry rub. That's good. That's Kim good. Kim Kim orders her wings uh, extra crispy, and I'm like, yeah. that's why she when she, we when you get bacon, she always gets it like extra crispy. I like mine juicy and kind of little. Fatty well, I can too. do the buffalo go wings now. I won't even ask for them crispy, and um, they're they're good. Twice they're, fried. Yeah, they're that's a that's a good product. So um, now it's me, right? Do yeah. I have to answer this? Yeah. Okay, I got to answer. I want to know your sauce. You know, I, you know the 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 food wise is is the burger right now. I mean, our oh, burger yeah. is, is I mean, the All-American Cheeseburger. I want to send shots out to our food and beverage team out there, Jamie, and our chefs that came up with that burger. Man, it is one of the best burgers. And that's a, that's a product that people really don't try. They think it's just, you know, wings, which we are great at wings. Um, yeah. And our sauces are phenomenal, but our burger is great. And, man, we're adding on to that thing all the time. But my favorite sauce is Caribbean Jerk. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, have you ever tried the jerk the chicken jerk on the hamburger? Yeah, uh, you know I haven't. You need to do that. I'm gonna try to do that one day. What are we eating for lunch today? Let's go. Um, but anyway, Caribbean jerk. First time I walked in Buffalo Wild Wings years, years and years ago. Got the Caribbean jerk. Great, loved it. Um, and it's one of my faves. It's I mean, got it, some kick. It does got a little jerk, kick. A little it does have a yeah. kick. But you know, honey barbecue and and one thing, a little snip. You know, we, we got new sauces coming out all the time. There's a couple out there right now that are, people are gonna go crazy because they're, really they're limited time offer. Uh, the honey barbecue, honey, honey garlic, right now in the Buffalo Ranch. And um, one cool thing, I should have brought it in here that I'm on the food and beverage committee of Buffalo Wild Wings, and I get to and y'all do too. We get to sample the new sauces that are coming yeah. out next year, and their little jars. They're pre- it's called Service. private. I enjoy those days where yeah. we get to so, sample things. Yeah, That's so, so fun. Yeah, yeah, so they bring in like twelve wings in the office, and I'll let everybody taste it. Like, what do you think? You know, what do you yeah. think about this? So, you know, we're, we're tasting sauces that are going to come out a year from now, and it's it's really cool, man. There's twenty some... years in, we're all still eating the wings. Oh, we still eat the wings. Oh yeah, still ask. I mean. Yes. Weekly. I crave them. Weekly. I crave yes. the wings, yes. and Keep I, I, I can eat them every day. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Chapel, where you want to yeah. go for dinner? Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. Kids, yeah. and it's funny when my kids come in from college, and then I have a, you know, a, a soon-to-be senior. Like, hey, me and the friends are going to Buffalo's. B Dubs. Like, okay, can I comp my ticket? <laughs> like, pay your ticket. Make sure. <laughs> That's just her ticket. Yeah, yeah, she wants to yeah. comp our friends, and then uh, and make sure you tip, right? Yes. But hey, um, tip. guys, thank you for taking the time out, man. Love you. Love everything we got to bring, uh, and watch out for episode, new one coming out soon.